Mark Hunt has a very expensive problem, and it deals with the UFC by 40inbox.com. So Mark Hunt has been dealt a major blow in his ongoing legal battle with the UFC, and he has a fiery response for his former bosses. The former UFC heavyweight contender has been ordered by the United States District Court in Nevada to pay $388,235 in attorney fees and costs to his former employer, according to Hunt v. Zufa, court documents recently made public from a ruling in March 25, 2021. So shortly after news of the ruling began to circulate, Hunt took to social media to refute the notion that he will have to pay the fee and to challenge UFC President Dana White and former UFC executives Lorenzo and Frank Fertitta to a fight with unique stakes. Hunt suggests that should be that should the three men beat him, he will drop the remainder of his lawsuit should he win. He wants to see the UFC pay fighters who have grievances with the promotion. So mark the Super Simone vs. Dina the Parasite White Lorenzo Fertitta and Frank Fertitta. Five rounds MMA, these losers at Dina White, Frank Fertitta, Lorenzo Fertitta, has sucked the life out of so many fighters, him and his scum friends. You win, I drop the lawsuit. I win, you pay every fighter you have ripped off since at UFC started now. Who would pay to see that? Now, before we continue, feel free to give your thoughts, but basically, you know Dina White and and the Fertittas are never going to agree to a fight like this. Sadly, Mark Hunt has lost his argument at multiple occasions and is now, it's going to get really bad for him. It's going to get really expensive for him as well. So keep that in mind. So the March ruling marked the resolution of a motion filed by the UFC in December 2019 in which Zufa attorneys cited a clause in Hunt's promotional agreement where the plaintiff is responsible for paying the legal fees of the prevailing party, in this case Zufa, and the UFC in the event of an unsuccessful lawsuit. Now, this part makes perfect sense because if you were to, like if you're a business owner, right, and you have employees that could potentially see you for potentially no reason. You want to have a clause in there that's saying, like, if they were to do a lawsuit against you and they were to lose, that they would have to pay your fees, your expenses, your legal expenses, then that makes perfect sense, right? Because if he won, guess what? He would not have he would not have to pay them any money. So keep that in mind. So Hunt forty seven in the UFC have been embroiled in a legal conflict since 2017, stemming from Hunt's fight against Brock Lesnar at UFC 200 in July 2016. Lesnar defeated Hunt by unanimous decision, but that result was later overturned to a new contest by the Nevada Athletic Commission when it was revealed that Lesnar had tested positive for clomiphene 
in both in and out of competition tests. So that violation prompted Hunt to claim that the UFC knowingly hid the results of Lesnar's test and subsequently file a RICO lawsuit against the Zufa and the UFC, alleging conspiracy to commit a crime related to racketeering, fraud, false pretenses, breach of contract, breach of covenant of good faith and fair dealing, negligence, and unjust enrichment. So the majority of these charges were dismissed in Nevada court in February 2019, while the remaining charges breach of the implied covenant of good faith and fair dealing was dismissed the following November. However, in September 2021, Hunt's team took their case to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit, and after a successful appeal, they are heading back to court to address the lawsuit's claims of fraud and battery. This is likely one reason why Hunt scoffed at the news that he will have to pay the six-figure legal fees, though the March 2021 ruling declared the order was not premature. The matter was addressed by U.S. District Judge Jennifer A. Dorsey in Section 1A of the court documents. Generally, a prompt ruling on attorney's fees best serves the policy against piecemeal appeals, so prevents hasty consideration of post-judgment fee motions and minimizes the concern that the relevant circumstances would no longer be fresh in the mind of the district judge. While I appreciate Hunt's professed desire to conserve judicial resources and prevent the time-consuming task of determining a proper fee award should he win his appeal, I find that the efficient disposition of this matter is best served by my resolution of UFC's fee motion. So I deny Hunt's request to defer ruling on UFC's motion until after appeal. So the legal fee breakdown is as follows. $301,792.50 in attorney's fees and $86,442.72 in costs, totaling $388,235.22 for Hunt. Which, by the way, this is also one of the main reasons why you should never have a lengthy divorce, because the amount of legal fees, the attorney fees, that you're going to rack up is disgusting. So, FYI, if you are planning on getting a divorce, whether you're trying to divorce your partner or you're getting served with divorce papers, do everything to make it quick because you both might end up getting broke before it actually ends up ending. So following his fight with Lesnar, he competed five more times for the UFC, going one to four in those appearances. He completed his contract with a promotion in December 2018, but has not competed in MMA since. So feel free to give your thoughts about this situation down below. But here's the thing. The reason why this is actually a big deal is that Mark Hunt was one of the most, well, one of the highest paid fighters in the UFC roster. Like, he was one of the few UFC fighters that truly was able to make millions of dollars fighting. That being said, if he 
did not manage his money correctly, getting hit with this bill would be devastating for him, his family, and his kids, right? And this is the thing that a lot of people don't necessarily factor in when they end up doing something like a lawsuit. If you lose, you could rack up so much cost that it's almost unbearable, right? Like, this is like a situation that if Mark Hunt did not manage his money properly and he ended up getting hit with this bill, he's screwed. You might end up having to, like, start fighting again just to try to pay off this bill, pay off this debt. And that would be a situation that you don't want him in because one of the reasons why he was slowly not really getting any more fights was because it was obvious that mentally he was being affected by his fighting, right? His speech was getting affected by his fighting. And here's the thing. Mark Hunt could fight. He had some pretty interesting fights. But it still takes a toll on you. And if you end up having to basically force yourself into a risky health situation just so that you could try to make some money to pay off your legal fees, that gets into a really scary situation. And this is a situation that a lot of fighters end up getting into. For example, most recently, the Tyron Woodley fights, right? Tyron Woodley agreed to fight Jake Paul because Tyron Woodley, even in an interview admitted that he basically blew almost all of his money, right? Because he was under this, like, misconception. They're like, oh, this money's going to last forever. But you're not the champion forever. You're not going to be making the big bucks forever. So if you're not careful when it comes down to managing your money, when you start to make really good money, and you're just thinking that it's going to last forever, that's where you're going to get into a situation where you're probably going to get really screwed. Because here's the thing, he has, Mark Hunt has not fought for years, okay? So if he does not have any other source of income coming in that's even remotely close to this that he was making while he was fighting, he's possibly in a very bad situation if, when everything's said and done, this goes against his best interest, like, you know, it basically goes against him fully, 100%, to where he is fully responsible to this sort of thing, that gets into a really bad financial situation for him. Like, this is something that could easily cause a divorce between people because they might just not have the money and it could just break the family apart, right? Like, like this is a lot of money. And some people might stumble upon this and think like, well, I mean, Mark Hunt made millions of dollars while he was fighting. He should be able to pay for it if he has to. But the thing is, a lot of these fighters never manage their money correctly and probably still don't manage their money correctly. And this is where you get into a situation where like, it could have been better for him to not even have bothered with this lawsuit if he ends up being found at fault because he might not even have the money to even cover the cost of this if he were to lose. So that's something to really think about. But also, you have to look at as well, right? Because Mark Hunt is also trying to appeal to like, oh, you know, 
you should also pay all these other UFC fighters that you've been basically screwing over, right? But here's the thing. Did Mark Hunt ever make comments defending or putting up other fighters in terms of their pay? That they basically like try to like get other fighters to get paid more while he was under contract within the UFC? No, he didn't. And the reason for that is because he's not going to ruin a golden goose, right? If you knew that you were going to be making millions of dollars every single year, and you just basically just had to just not say anything against your bosses, you're probably going to be doing that, right? Because when it comes down to it, the majority of the population does what's in their best interest. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you got to understand, you can't really make these kind of like claims saying that you're kind of also wanting to do this in terms of helping people when in reality, your history doesn't necessarily show that because you've basically been fine with working under the UFC with all their rules, all their treatment to fighters because you were one of the few that actually got paid millions of dollars. So that's something to really think about. Learn to get out of debt and master your money at 40 Give your... Hey... This podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation and it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.